0: Mike logan
1: i'm garrett elzinga and, and this, this better, better
0: be, be good. good you guys know what it is the weekly podcast where garrett and myself uh review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it is it hair gel
1: no <laughs> it's uh i conditioned it
0: no. and this week we're watching the old guard this movie's taken netflix by storm mm-hmm a covert team of immortal, mercen- oh, okay. of immortal mercenaries are suddenly exposed and must now fight to keep their identity a secret, just as an unexpected new member is discovered. Reading that synopsis, if they're immortal, who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. Why do they care if everybody cares do identity?
1: I'm assuming it's not a sci-fi kind of thing. I'm assuming it's like a, the type of, it's like a branch of something. Or, or they're like... It's
0: action-adventure fantasy.
1: Oh, Jesus. Well, then, yeah, who cares?
0: Yeah, they're like (laughs) legitimately immortal. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, this movie stars Shalice Theron and a lot of unknowns. Um, We've got Kiki Lane, um, Matthias Schoenhartz, Marwin Kanzari. I'm butchering these names. Jesus. Hey, Chiwetel Ejiofor. I always fuck his name up, too. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Okay, whatever. (laughs) I feel like every time I fuck his name up, I lose a black point somewhere.
1: And I gain one. I have more than you. <laughs> I've crushed his name
0: every time. Um, yeah, it's got a 70 on Metascore. Um everyone says it's very good. It's like a surprise little sleeper hit. Cool. Um directed by Gina Prince Braithwood. Uh, Ooh, a chick. She wrote Oh, she directed Love and Basketball. Nice. Oh, I've heard that's good. Never seen that's it? It's a really good movie. Lady um, Oh, she wrote The Secret Life of Bees. She wrote uh, Directed Love of Basketball. I don't know what the hell Shot Spired is, but she wrote that. Hmm. She's got a little bit of a history. She wrote some episodes of Everybody Hates Chris, Girlfriends. All right. So looking good. Looking yeah, great. Um, yeah, dude, I love Charlize Theron. I don't think she's done anything where I've... Even if it's like a a bad movie, she even elevates that. Like, she elevates crap. Except for fucking... Okay. Whichever fast movie she was the fucking dreadlocked. Oh, person. fate! And the fate and the fear. Fate of the yeah. Furious. The one where the Rock punches a submarine. That one. That was the only time I ever saw her in a movie where I was just like, God! I remember watched. Sorry, I just remember watching that movie. Just I, you know, I love the Fast and Furious franchise. It's my guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. and I never thought it would ever jump the shark for me, and it did so hard in that when they're fucking throwing cars out of a fucking building. Lot, she's yep. got a fucking computer. If you haven't seen the goddamn movie, Charlize Theron's is master hacker. She's got a computer that apparently can hack every car in the world i guess except wants, the car that not the she, fucking car that she wants to stop so she yeah. throws a but doesn't matter google the clip you guys it's stupid i'm getting angry uh,
1: i've i've seen <laughs> it it's terrible that it makes me hate that movie and i just already hate the franchise so
0: okay so um what's the last action film we've done extraction okay so which was at the beginning of quarantine <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago yeah we took we a couple weeks up um Netflix is doing really well right now, I feel like in quarantine, right? Like they've mm-hmm. got, Extraction was a pretty good uh did a nice Sorry, I'm so hungry. Extraction did really well for them. Um they got another hit now with this movie that I already forgot the name of because I fucking- Old Guard. Yeah, there you go. And um I don't know. It should be fun, right? It's a fucking I it I hope it's fun, I guess. I don't know how to feel about this movie. I don't know how I... to do it without normally I'm the one I do all the research. Like I watch the trailers and stuff. Yeah. You just that... did all the research. I didn't, but I don't, I don't, so I don't have anything to say about it right now. You go first. Then I'll play, I'll piggyback.
1: Well, uh, I think Charlize Theron, 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 I don't know. I lost my white points cause I can't pronounce her name. I, she's from South Africa. Um, I like her in everything. I haven't, I, I mean, I haven't seen Fate of the Furious, but I haven't seen her in anything that's bad or that she's bad in. Um, I saw Atomic Blonde. That was the last movie that I think I saw. I think I just bought that actually.
0: I still want to see that.
1: Nope. It was between that and Peppermint, and I bought Peppermint because I had not seen that, and I had seen Atomic Blonde. Um, but yeah, she was great in it. It's a good action movie. Um, I I enjoyed it. It's like um, it's like a female James Bond, but in like a uh, like a grimy 80s kind of pop synth punk shit and i i genuinely liked it james,
0: Drifted Mac- and neon.
1: james mcavoy's in it uh but atomic blonde was great so if it's any uh, if that's any indication of how this will be I'm, I'm hoping it's good i i it might be like extraction kind of that bare bones um you know action flick uh Hopefully it's good. I don't know. I've known all I know about is the synopsis. I don't. I don't know what she looks like in it. And usually that's an indicator, uh, because she's either like bald, she's got dreadlocks, she's always changing her hair for like every movie she's in. That's one thing that I can (laughs) say about Charlize
0: Theron. All right. Well, you. All right. Name five different hairstyles she's had. I bet you won't name the hairstyle she has in this movie.
1: Reindeer games, atomic blonde. Uh, she was in, what was that one movie that um, Jason Reitman did? Tully?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Was Hancock as well?
1: She was in Hancock. Um, and uh, did I say, I said Reindeer Games, Atomic Blonde, Tully, Fate of the Furious, and uh, there's got to be another one. Oh, uh, Monster.
0: <laughs> uh, in The Old Guard, she has a short black pixie cut
1: there you go oh eon flux it's very i should have said that it's oh yeah
0: she does look a lot like Ion flux in it yeah yep it's a really underrated movie i love that movie never saw it i watched that movie as a kid on mtv late at night and feeling like i was getting away with something
1: <laughs> well, is there boobs in it or are there boobs in it
0: yeah oh yeah it's Hers? Like, a hardcore, like r-rated anime
1: oh okay well uh, yeah. i guess i'll just have to watch that
0: for science
1: <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me clicking. <laughs> I,
0: like <laughs> um, I, don't know, I like the... I like the... It's funny, the poster... I don't know if you've seen the poster, but the poster looks a lot like the poster for Kingsman. I haven't. I'm tempted to just press play on the trailer, but I feel like you're going to watch the trailer when you do the, cut the video together, right? I
1: never do. I just make sure the beginning doesn't have like a trailer for the trailer, and then I make sure the end doesn't have like a, the, the Netflix... Like subscribe here to these videos wow. or whatever. I just stopped changing the trailers for the thing on YouTube. It'll say like copyright infringement or whatever, but it's like yeah. all that does is monetize the video for them, not you. And it's like yeah. we're getting twelve views anyway. So if we got over a certain amount and people shared this shit, here, listen. If you, I'm gonna say this right now. If you're list, if you're watching on YouTube, or if you're listening on Anchor, it would be or anything. Go to the YouTube and then hit subscribe, and then ring that little bell for notifications, Bec- and I have to say all this, because if I'm telling you, then you're more inclined to do it. So click it, and then the bell notifies you when a new episode goes up, or a new video of mine, or whatever. So do that. Thanks.
0: Mike's do you eating. Think. <laughs> that, was, you did good, that was a good job filming. Uh, do you think, this is going to be more like a John Wick-style action film or a Bourne-style shaky cam, quick-cut action film?
1: Uh, I think that everything's gotten away from the Bourne, so I'm going to say John Wick-style because John Wick changed the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that is... It's so much better. Like, if you look at Bourne Ultimatum, it's better than Supremacy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but su- I think Bourne Supremacy is the best example of the worst editing it's so fucking terrible and everyone loved it but it it's why it's not good no one wants to see that would you watch anything if it was like this on my end like why would you fucking and this ads oh it fucking makes me want to die because i just watched quantum of solace and it's exactly that and it's like this is so dumb please stop doing that what I love is where you, planning goes into it. Like, I don't understand why you would plan out a fight scene and then make it so no one can see it. You know what I mean? Because you know for a fact that there's choreography going into the shaky cam, Paul Greengrass shit. Yeah. So why plan it then?
0: Did you Show see me that- the video where they had the, uh, I don't think it was, it wasn't Gee. No, it was gee. But he did a stunt in like a DC Comics TV show. Oh, he- Punisher. No, yeah, it was Punisher. You're right.
1: Or Daredevil. It might have been Daredevil.
0: Yeah, but it was one of those Netflix shows, or one of the superhero shows where he had to jump from a rooftop to another rooftop, down to a ladder fire escape, and then down to the ground and barrel roll out.
1: I saw this.
0: And he said he took he did it nine times, and then he showed the final cut, and all they did was show him jump off the rooftop and barrel onto the ground, and they cut out all the work he did.
1: Yep, and he was got the- hurt. Life- he got yeah, hurt he got for hurt. it yeah. i yeah. think they had to cut it because for some reason it didn't look good or some something he said but then at the same time it's like it doesn't look good now like yeah. you made it look not good and uh, god it's editing is not easy and to have people not edit well it's a fucking bummer to see
0: you know here's one thing i will say is a plus so the movie Isn't is a he? first <laughs> The movie is the first time you know first time big feature film for this director which i think is always a good sign because mm-hmm. they don't have bad habits to bring it over with them they can kind of just do whatever they want you know mm-hmm. so like i feel like i mean that's why like, taika watiti like came over and thor Ragnarok was his first action film and you know he you know blew it out of the sex orgy ship you know what i mean yeah. like, it was yeah. a really good movie um so I'm, i really love when they give these new directors. I think it's kind of following the Marvel business model of giving these like unknown directors, like these huge tentpole franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's been paying off for them. So I do see it. I think it's going to be a nice little trend, kind of how actors stopped being like marquee names and it just became about the movies. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be the same way about directors. Like they, I think like legendary directors are kind of going by the wayside. Like Christopher Nolan's like the last real one. I feel like and Tarantino, but yeah, he's tiring.
1: That's a, bummer at the same time though because i feel like it's more about the movie i don't know because i have conflicting things like i love a director's trademark like you can tell it's a director uh because and i've i'm kind of battling myself from previous episodes saying this but i love a director trademark like if you watch a if you watch a Hitchcock movie, you can tell it's a Hitchcock movie just because of shots that are used or whatever, but it's not getting in the way of telling the story. Yeah. So, uh, if I watch Ant-Man, I can't tell that Peyton Reed is making a movie. If I watch Ant-Man and the Wasp, I can't tell that this is his, you know, movie you're granted. You're telling the story, which is great, but there's no, there's no separation of like, Oh, this is his movie. This is her movie. So, I mean I will say this extraction that definitely had a different flavor about it. John Wick is it the same guy every time?
0: I, I don't think it was the same director as John Wick. Wait, was it the
1: same director? No, no, no. I'm saying direct like all the John Wicks, the same director. Oh,
0: yeah. Um yes, I think so.
1: Yeah, so he you can tell it's a John Wick movie. I'd love to see him do something else and see that kind of, you know, go to the next thing. So, but the thing is, the problem with all this is that all these tentpole franchises or whatever, having directors that are, you know, getting into it. I, the, I don't know their names, you know, like I can't, yeah. although I will say this, John Favreau, uh, the action movies he's done, he has a, he's a very um, specific touch, but I, uh, you, you know, I, people don't know their names, but like everyone knows Steven Spielberg's name and miraculously people know Taika Waititi's name. But I feel like people don't know, you know, and people know the, um, the Russos. Amazing.
0: They should know the Russos.
1: Mm-hmm. Russos like, have been
0: really, you know, behind the scenes of some of the best comedies on TV for a long time.
1: And they produced one of the, uh, <laughs> the most boring action movies ever. Um, what, what, what was that one? We saw it. It was, uh, oh. 12
0: Brit 21 Bridges. Oh God. That movie was so boring. Mm-hmm. That was sad. Yeah. I really want that one to be better. I wanted that to be like a man on fire situation. Mm-hmm. No, Inside Man. There we go.
1: Inside Man. Yep. Yeah. Spike
0: Lee. Spike Lee's yeah. got
1: it. Spike Lee's another example of like that specific touch. Uh, it, like you can see it's a Spike Lee movie. Yeah. Um, but all those, all those things are from deliberate ways of telling the story correctly. And there's so many movies that you see now and you're like, that's just another movie. So there's no director's touch, but it's like, it could be a good movie. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It, it, it's just so interesting to see people do a good job, but no one gives them the credit that they deserve. And I feel like Marvel, it's a double edged sword because that happens from giving these, you know, small time directors, big movies like this, Mm -hmm. uh, Colin Trevorrow making Jurassic world. Why? Why? And now he's coming back to do Dominion. I'm like Jay Bayana did a much better job with Dark or uh, Fallen Kingdom, so I don't want him coming back to fucking ruin the franchise. Again. Oh, no, he
0: directed this short film, didn't he? That short that came out like a uh, couple like six months ago.
1: Oh, Battle at
0: Big Rock. Yeah, he directed that, right?
1: Colin Trevorrow, I think so. That was good. It was good, but it. I don't know. I mean. I my cards are up in the air. I don't (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen with everything. And uh, I don't know. Just film is so interesting. And I feel like it doesn't get the respect it deserves. Mainly because it's like it's like uh, with comedy. Comedy doesn't get the respect it deserves because people go to open mics and they see, you know, eight dudes talk about their dicks and they're like, oh, I want to see a woman. And then she's like, I'm going to talk about my pussy. And it's like, it's the same thing. It doesn't mean that it's better. So because of open mics, and, like, you know, material that some people do, that brings the whole thing down for other people. So it's like you yeah. have to elevate and be better than everybody else in the field to become, you know, a fucking Steven Spielberg. So it's it's interesting to me.
0: Well put. Thanks. How about a bold prediction? We'll give, them, give, them the, give them the old catchphrase.
1: Bold
0: prediction. Wow, people love that shit. I get compliments on the streets about it.
1: You do not. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: i mean if i, I run one of our fans
1: <laughs> i am going to predict that um there's a kryptonite type thing and the immune people the 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 old immune guards uh become not immune and then in that moment Charlize theron dies
0: i'll be honest i totally forgot that they were uh immortal when you said kryptonite and I was like, oh what? yeah
1: immor- <laughs> i kept saying immune immortal that's what i meant
0: um that is a good one i like that that's a really good one it's a specific one too thanks um i have a bold prediction that at some point there will be a cart chase or a foot race foot chase in a desert Just like the like the utah salt flats just like okay
1: is that the sound uh, of running
0: <laughs> it's like little bit like little teddy bear little,
1: ba- little baby feet Let's just do this the rest of the fucking episode. <laughs> All
0: right. All right. I gotta get... Okay, we gotta get going. All right. All right. Let's rate this sucker. I'm gonna go first because I'm gonna take a bite of this sandwich when you give your answer. Perfect. Um, I think it'll be fun. I like Charlize Theron. It should be a solid action film. I said I'm very excited about like a new director. I don't know what kind of vibe this is gonna be. I'm excited about going in without seeing the trailer. So it'll be nice and fresh. But um, so yeah, I'm gonna keep it tempered though and I'm gonna go like a little... Let's go. A little 7.75. Oh, oh, that's right. Not quite between 7 and 8, but better, closer to 8. 7.75. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, 7.75. Chillanoia for forays. Hmm.
1: Wow. Right. Nailed it. <laughs> um,. I'm going to go in, I'm going to go a little lower than you. I'm going to, I can't remember what extraction was, but I think it'll be kind of of the same note. Um, I'm going to give it a seven as well. I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, seven, there's no way it can be as bad as Artemis Fowl out of 10. Mm. <laughs> the I only wake- movie on here you have not finished. I wake up at night in
0: cold sweat sometimes from that fucking movie. I haven't thought about it until just this moment. I hate it. I hate it so much. (laughs) Literally the worst movie of all time, in my opinion.
1: Wow, that's bad.
0: I hate it. I've never not finished a movie.
1: Ever. There's a couple I have. I never finished. The Hitman's Bodyguard Walked Out of the Theater. Uh, There was one movie I wanted to stop watching, but I kept watching. Triple Frontier, maybe?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. That one got so
1: annoying. Dude, I hated it. And then, uh, yeah, Artemis Fowl was uh, that bad.
0: I once sat through an episode of Touched by an Angel because I couldn't find the remote.
1: And that's still not as bad as Artemis Fowl. Fowl.
0: I actually enjoyed the episode.
1: <laughs> the The only episode I can remember of that is when John Wilkes Booth assassinates President Lincoln. Oh. And do you know this
0: one? No, but it, no. <laughs>
1: he has to, like like he's greeted by these angels and they're trying to get him to basically repent before he dies and it's like why did you pick this as an episode that's (laughs) that's a
0: really weird bridge to die on really weird yeah All right, you guys are going to hear an ad and a trailer I'm going to enjoy this sandwich and then we're going to be right back mmm yeah who are you You can call me Andy. I lead a group of soldiers. Fighters. Like you.
1: With an extremely rare skill set. What do you mean? Mother? Let's just say we're very hard to kill.
0: You've got questions, kid. You want answers?
1: What's up with
0: that? I have the new one. And? I think she has potential. Up with
1: that? See, you're already healing faster. You're gonna do great. So you good guys or bad guys?
0: Depends on the century.
1: So we really never die.
0: Just because we keep living doesn't mean we stop burning
1: (laughs) Throughout history, we've protected this world fighting in the shadows But it's nearly impossible to disappear in the world we live in today Would you like me to take one for you? Oh, thank you so much
0: There you go. Thank Thank you. you These are extraordinary individuals They are extremely resistant to capture
1: They're going to lock us up and weaponize us. But they've never faced an army like ours. An army of five. Shit, let's start a band. If we can unlock their genetic code, the entire world will be begging us for the key.
0: We shouldn't have done that. We don't have all the answers. With that. But we do
1: have purpose.
0: I strongly recommend that we leave right now.
1: Let's move.
0: Wait for the signal.
1: How the hell can you even tell?
0: Oh. I'm going to keep pumping on all
1: Hey, folks, one more ad before we get to the rest of the episode. Um, Just want to let you guys know as well that uh, we are part of the Perfecta Podcast Network. Uh, That is something that Matt Holt and Ross Duncliffe have started. Super great guys, super great thing. It's an umbrella of a bunch of different podcasts that are under it. And some of those podcasts are Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities, An Evening with the Authors, The Sal and Bob Show, The Obtuse Angles Podcast, and Can Do with Bill Duncliffe. And of course, yours truly, this better be good. But if you go to perfectapodcastnetwork.com, you can go check out all of those episodes of all of those shows and, uh, you know, tell them we sent you. How about that? Find us all on all the social medias and stuff like that, too. That would be great. Okay. Bye.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. You just uh, heard a trailer and an ad or ad and then a trailer. And we just watched uh, The Old Guard. And Garrett, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Mm -hmm. You'll be
1: happy. You'll be happier. So you should probably go first.
0: Okay, all right. I thought it was really fun. I liked the movie. I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, um, I like Charlize Theron. I think she's got this whole action hero thing down pretty well. Um, uh, I liked the world that the movie built. Um, I liked the idea that these are these, you know, uh, spoiler alert, immortal people. Um, And I, I found myself really wanting them to delve deeper into that. And I wish they would have done that a little bit more. Um, they kind of just glossed over a lot, a la John Wick the first one, um, which I don't know if they're doing that on purpose. Is like a you know they hint to do all the stuff that they're going to elaborate on in the next movies, which are obviously coming. Um, I thought the direction was a bit spotty. I thought uh, sometimes I thought it was really really well directed, and then other times I was like, yeah. Um, and other than that, I, I really enjoyed the um uh Nile, uh the played by Kiki Lane. Um but everybody else kinda just blended in to the background for me, uh, which I didn't think was that I wasn't too on board for it because it was just like there was it felt like an ensemble cast, but it really wasn't, you know. I mean? hmm. Um But yeah, I think it was good. As I'm talking out loud, I'm lowering the score that I had actually given it when I just finished it. But, yep. um,
1: that makes sense.
0: But no, I, I thought it was, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. We'll say that.
1: Um. Well, I'll just be the, I'll be the uh, stereotypical Garrett and uh, <laughs> I hated it. Um, yeah. I think to, so to everything that you said it, for me, that makes it detracts from the fun of the movie. So it wasn't fun. It was a chore. Um. And it, 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 re- it reminded me of multiple movies that we've seen already or that I have seen. Um, and it, it. first of all, the idea of them being immortal is presented in the film as like a you don't know this is going to happen. So when they kind of revive, which we've already spoiled on the podcast, by the way, and they've spoiled in the trailers and they spoiled in the, um, I'm just assuming, but in the synopsis on IMDb, the fact that they're immortal, it's like, you're supposed to know this, even though it happens like the first 20 minutes in the movie, maybe.
0: Oh, not even, it's like the first like 10 minutes in the movie.
1: Yeah, but it's still, it's weird that it's presented in a way that like, (gasps)
0: <gasps> it's supposed to be a twist, it's yeah. still
1: alive. And you're like, yeah, we all fucking knew that. So it's not impressive. It's just like a shock. It's, it's not even like a shock to the people that they're killing. Like all the people, so all the people <laughs> that they, yeah. So what happens in the movie is, spoiler alert, I guess, um, Chiwetel Ejiofor plays a guy who gets these, you know, mercenaries to, um get these kidnapped girls or something so they, they get this covert ops, ops mission, they, they go and rescue these girls, but there's no girls they were set up to get killed even though the guy to show evidence to this other pharmaceutical company guy played, played by Neville Longbottom from Harry Potter yeah. uh, <laughs> but he, so he gets them to, you know show evidence of their immortality basically And then the guy's like, this isn't enough. We need the actual people, Uh, which you think they would have fucking communicated that earlier, but movie's got a movie. Um, So then Charlize Theron's like, well, we were set up. And then everything that happens in this movie just feels like screenplay 101. So it's like, this has to happen so this can happen this has to happen so this can happen and we don't know these characters until what halfway through the movie like we're slowly given glimpses as to who they are and all this stuff and it's like that sounds more interesting to me so by the time you get to know these characters you you feel for them like you you should feel the thing of like you know the immortality you're living forever and then it goes away at some point so it's like every time you die it could be the last time but we're being fed this over the course of the movie so every time they're dying you're not feeling it until later when you reveal this you're like oh shit oh that's interesting that could be given earlier so but it doesn't Mm -hmm. get given earlier because the movie isn't fleshed out enough to explore that idea Um, I would surmise that a great opening would have been the Charlize Theron fighting with her friend or whatever at that one time. And then just show that whole scene and then cut forward or something and then cut back. Just this kind of juxtaposition of filming rather than like starting the movie with a climax of another movie and then going Mm. back to how... She would tell Ford well, when my wife had this thing. He said my wife so many times, he was like the black Borat. It was crazy. <laughs> my wife had cancer. <laughs> my wife couldn't talk at the end of her battle with cancer. Um, not even close to a good Borat, I'm, I'm aware.
0: but That was Borat? I thought you were doing a job, Malini.
1: My wife... <clears throat> Yeah, so I, I don't know, My was, oh. and also uh, what what was her name Nile?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: So she's introduced as uh like the young person or whatever that's kind of gonna, you know, join the crew or whatever, and she, her. Her character, son of a bitch, I'm in. Her character is only there Sorry. to be the vessel for the audience, right? Yeah, so we are she, her character gets to say, like, well, why is this happening? What's going on now? What's this? What's this mean? Why does this happen? And it's mm. just like all the characters know these reasons, but they have to explain them because she doesn't know, ergo, the audience doesn't know, so it's an easy exposition dump. Um, there's that, and then, uh, it, and it's also very predictable. Like the moment that she would tell four is just like this isn't for profits, this is for humility. And then the one guy's like, well, I mean, you gotta have profits, and you're like, fucking obvious. Like he's fucking evil looking. He's the pharmaceutical corporation guy, of course. Like, it's just like, movie's got a movie, villain's got a villain, things have to happen so the movie can keep going. And it's a very running theme for Netflix movies for me. Extraction is, I, I'm surprised how good that movie is based on how, like, just easy this one was. Six Underground is very similar, right? Guy dies in the beginning, we gotta get a new person for the crew so we can explain all this exposition dump. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and then what's the other one? Triple Frontier. Like, characters just doing stupid shit just for the fucking movie to happen. Yeah, it's... I, I'm not a fan.
0: <clears throat> you don't say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I have reasons for, like, all the... Like, at least I can be like, yeah. uh, here's my reason for not liking this, and this is what this is in filmmaking. And I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have looked at it for this, but I, I kind of... Like, Atomic Blonde was another action movie of hers, and it wasn't a generic action movie. Like, it made you keep guessing. And when things happened, you're like, Huh. Okay, I'm with it. But this is like, yeah, I can see this coming from a mile away. Not a fan.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the movie's pretty formulaic. Uh, a lot of Netflix's things. Actually, I think in the first five minutes of watching it, I think I said um, uh, to Rebecca that Netflix has like uh, has like a theme for all these, like, we got to go in and get somebody out of uh, fucking desert country movies for some reason. Yeah. Um, but uh, I didn't mind that it was like, you know, formulaic or by the numbers because it did it fine. It did it, it, it's like, it's when you look at um, the Hellboy remake, they pretty much did all, they hit all the bullet points you're supposed to for Hellboy. It just wasn't done well. Mm. Um, This movie hit all the bullet points for what kind of movie that it is. And it did it fine. And I didn't have a problem with it. I liked Mm. it. I I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it.
1: Another thing for me that I just uh, remembered was, um, the first action scene where it's like all dark or whatever. And that one, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of, it, it's not directed well. And I think this goes to your point of like directing was sometimes good and sometimes not. Um, yeah. the direction was, so if you're choreographing a fight and you're filming a fight, let's say I wanted to punch you in the chest right now. So, uh, yeah. So what would happen is like my, you, you cut ca- my fist goes towards your chest and then the camera cuts to behind you, so then you're not getting the full impact. Like, it it should be focusing on where I hit you. And it's, like, not (laughs) doing that, and it's so frustrating to watch, because you're like, this isn't interesting. It's not filmed well. And then later in the movie, like, uh, you know, the the actual finale, all this action that's happening, I'm like, oh, this is good. It's like Triple Frontier, where they're on the fucking boat, right? You're like, oh, this... or uh, Sorry, Six Underground, (laughs) It's, uh, oh, yeah. Numbers are involved. But all that fighting is just like, okay, well, this is entertaining. So it's like, it's not even a good action movie where this stuff is happening. I don't know. It was, and then, you know, the, I, I and think then they, my, oh, I'm sorry.
0: No, I was, was going to say to the, um, the good and bad directing thing. It felt like for me, the only time there was a like good direction was when there was a one really cool, like, Shot or a set piece moment. Mm. My problem was the moments between those moments weren't directed well. Like it seemed like she had a really good eye for like zeroing in on like one really cool move, and I would be like, oh, like it would pop me, and I'd be like, oh shit, that was cool, and like that was a really cool shot. But it was all the stuff that led up to it or all the stuff after it that was shot poorly. You know what I mean? It'd be like quick cut, quick cut, quick, quick, quick cut. Smooth pad with like a cool like drop knife move. Mm. Quick cut, quick cut, quick, quick, quick quick, cut. It's like ah, well, all right. I yeah, think
1: that's but, what I felt like for
0: the movie, yeah. Um, for most
1: of it. There's another hit that, like, someone gets their neck snap, snapped or whatever, like, uh, mm. they're, like, thrown out of the ground or whatever. Yeah. That part was like, oh, fuck! If that's yeah. what this whole movie was, I would not have a problem with it. But it wasn't. It was one part of the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was another thing, too, that really annoyed me. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: What was it? It was... Oh, they pulled the Spectre. Um, if you don't know what that means, it's... Uh, so Bond has done this whole mission with um, Madeline Swan, and then right before the third act, she is like, I'm gonna sit this one out. I'm leaving. I can't be in this life. And then she goes, and then she comes back, and you're like, well, what the fuck did she have... Would you have her leave for? The same well, thing happened... it's like the
0: boomerang happen- thing, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. He leaves and then comes back. Yeah. For, like, why yeah. the fuck... Why are you even... <laughs> falsely manufacturing this drama. This movie should have been called Manufactured Drama. It's like all these things are happening for no reason other than for there to be some invented fucking you know, tension. So the same thing happens with uh, Niall where she's like, I can't do this and then she goes and then like realizes the clip is empty and she's like oh shit, this means that Booker was going to sell out Charlize there, and then you get there and she's too late she doesn't even intercept the whole thing, so then she gets taken. The guy gets taken, and then you're like, "Wait, why did why did he sell her out? Because he wanted to." The end of
0: <sighs> it was something like she, they wanted to. He wanted to help the she would tell Eugeo for Eugeo she would tell It was like he wanted to help him save the world, but like Charlize Theron didn't, so. The guy had, Booker had to like turn on her to like get her to help. I don't know. It wasn't really justified very well. And they kind of blase it because the whole crew was like, all right, you're good. Just sit on this beach for a hundred years and you're fine. (laughs) Dude, it,
1: it was, it's a lackluster film at best. Well, not a a fan. I don't
0: think there's much left in the do, but rate it. I don't remember the bold predictions. Do you?
1: I think my bold prediction was something about how her she was going to die, and um, spoiler alert. She didn't. What the fuck? She did not? I, I don't not yet. I, here's the thing: I don't understand how you spend so much time setting up a character to die to die. And yeah. then you don't kill them. When in <laughs> this reality, it makes 100% sense for the character to die as like it a sacrificial it. lamb for the younger person to take over. I yeah. don't comprehend how you can't like that's one part of the story that you they failed at. Well, they failed for me. They failed Eesh. at everything. But if they're following a by the books representation of what a type of movie should be. How do you miss the whole like that's the crux of the fucking movie? Yeah. So, so
0: she's I still mean, alive I and my
1: bold prediction was wrong.
0: I forgot what mine was. Um was it about a shootout in a desert or something? Or a some other shootout somewhere. I don't remember. Yeah. I should write these down. I really
1: I one I, of I, these what, days. I was gonna go through the audio and then I totally forgot to, so
0: it's turning into, um, you know, how on What's Up With That they Never Get to Lindsay Buckingham? Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, that's what it's turning into. Like, we never remember one of those. It's, like, oh, it's really right it down. We never you... do. Oh,
1: uh, God. I. I all wanna, right. All right. I wanna, Let's wanna rate it. I,
0: I'll rate first. No. You know what? You'll rate first. That way uh, the crowd will be sad, and then I'll rate it, and they can be happy again.
1: <laughs> I'm going to four. I'm going to give it a four.
0: Ooh, damn. It's,
1: it's not good. Damn. Um, I liked everyone in it. I thought everyone did a good job, but it's just a piss poor, just, you can do so much with an action movie and we've seen it done so well. And, uh, this one is just, it's by the books, uh, by the numbers, not a fan for, um, <sighs> jumping out of a building because you know, you're going to live to even, even though you could have pushed the guy.
0: <laughs> like, what? What? right i don't understand i didn't, I didn't understand no, that
1: part no re and then it, charlize theron comes down and she's and gets still alive she gets the axe and she just got shot again and nothing out of 10
0: <laughs> also i don't believe i don't i didn't like the, the lack of police response time like the cops never showed up once the whole movie
1: <laughs> oh, they did at the end. After the mercenaries
0: like the After the youngest CEO in like internet history or whatever it gets thrown out of his fucking under siege building, that's when the cops show up.
1: <laughs> so dumb. So fucking yeah. dumb. This movie. All
0: right. I, I will say this. I'm going to say this right now. Rebecca asked me when we finished the movie what I rated it, and I gave it an eight when we finished it. And as we've talked about it, it has been lowered. Uh, it is now a six. All I'll right. give this movie a six. Um, it was. I liked it. It was fun. It had some stupid parts. It was pretty generic, but I didn't let that take me out of enjoying it. So I'll give it a six. Um, six. Hold on. We'll give it six. Uh, two edgy of four is out of uh, ten. Nice
1: job. Thanks. Um. Y- yeah, it's. Uh, hopefully, the next movie's better. What are we doing? Palm Springs.
0: Palm Springs. Yeah, I heard it's pretty good.
1: All right, bring bring it up with Matt Harper. Maybe we can have him on for that
0: episode. Yes, good call. Uh, where can the kids find you at this weekend, Garrett?
1: Home, <laughs> home. What do you got coming up?
0: Uh, they can find me at the uh, the Mike Logan's backyard comedy jam at uh, Sandy Point Beach House parking lot. It's uh, the immediate seating in the parking lot is sold out, but you there is. Um, Socially distanced seating across the street on the patio at Garage Bar, where you can watch very fun and still see it and stuff. But yeah, it's a really good time.
1: Cool. Well, good. Uh, maybe and now we
0: need- I'm going to go to uh, Fold Street Pub and voted my two weeks notice.
1: Oh shit! Yeah,
0: don't need it anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, so well, you know, someone will need that job. I I just had someone what? comment on my I I shared a a thing of Trump and then one of my. Family relatives commented, um, people should be back to work and kids should go back to school. God will deliver us. And then I just shared an article about over 200 kids at a summer camp were infected with coronavirus. So I said, God's sure delivering those kids.
0: <laughs> uh, I fucking
1: hate everybody.
0: Yeah, people suck.
1: Well, that was the All episode... Around thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Find us on the social medias. I'm Mike
0: Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. Oh, sorry. (laughs) And that, and that was, was bad. Fine.
1: It's fine. It's fine. The music has started and it's carried us out.